Let us pray. Heavenly Father, holy wisdom came to dwell with us in Jesus, filling our world with her light and life. May she also dwell within your word this day, that we may have intimate knowledge of your love for us through the one who is close to your heart, Jesus Christ, your Son. Amen. The first reading is from Isaiah 60, verses 1 through 6. Arise, shine, your light has come. The Lord's glory has shone upon you. Though darkness covers the earth and gloom the nations, the Lord will shine upon you. God's glory will appear over you. Nations will come to your light and kings to your dawning radiance. Lift up your eyes and look around you. They are all gathered. They have come to you. Your sons will come far from away, from far away, and your daughters on caregivers' hips. Then you will see and be radiant. Your heart will tremble and open wide, because the sea's abundance will be turned over to you. The nation's wealth will come to you. Countless camels will cover your land, young camels from Midian and Ephah. They will all come from Sheba, carrying gold and incense, proclaiming the Lord's praises. The second reading is Psalm 72 from Solomon. God, give your judgments to the king. Give your righteousness to the king's son. Let him judge your people with righteousness and your poor ones with justice. Let the mountains bring peace to the people. Let the hills bring righteousness. Let the king bring justice to people who are poor. Let him save the children of those who are needy, but let him crush oppressors. Let the king live as long as the sun, as long as the moon, generation to generation. Let him fall like rain upon fresh grass. Let showers that water, like showers that water the earth. <clears throat> let the righteous flourish throughout their lives and let peace prosper until the moon is no more. Let the king rule from sea to sea, from the river to the ends of the earth. Let the desert dwellers bow low before him. Let his enemies lick the dust. Let the kings of Tarshish and the islands bring tribute. Let the kings of Sheba and Seba present gifts. Let all the kings bow down before him. Let all the nations serve him. Let it be so, because he delivers the needy who cry out, the poor and those who have no helper. He has compassion on the weak and the needy. He saves the lives of those who are in need. He redeems their lives from oppression and violence. Their blood is precious in his eyes. Our gospel lesson this morning is from the, the book of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. It talks about the coming of the Magi. 
After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in the territory of Judea during the, ru the rule of King Herod, Magi came from the east to Jerusalem. They asked, where is the newborn king of the Jews? We've seen him star in the east and we've come to honor him. When King Herod heard this, he was troubled and everyone in Jerusalem was troubled with him. He gathered all the chief priests and the legal experts and asked them where the Christ was to be born. They said, in Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what the prophet Micah wrote. You, Bethlehem, land of Judah, by no means are you least among the rulers of Judah, because from you will come one who governs, who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the Magi and found out from them the time when the star had first appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem saying, go and search carefully for the child. When you found him, report to me that so I may too go and honor him. When they heard the king, they went and look, the star had, they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stood over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with Mary, his mother. Falling to their knees, they honored him. Then they opened their treasure chests and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Because they were warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they went back to their own country by a different route. For those of you that love Christmas, I have good news because Christmas is not over for another few days. You see, we are in the 12 days of Christmas. And those 12 days lie between the 25th of December and the 6th of January. In Christianity, Epiphany, which is today, celebrates the arrival of the Magi who came to see the baby Jesus soon after he was born. Today, January 2nd, is called Epiphany Sunday. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in the territory of Judea during the reign of King Herod, Magi came from the east to Jerusalem. They asked, where is the newborn king of the Jews? We've seen his star in the east, and we've come to honor him. There's a few things we need to clear up before we go on. We are told that Jesus was born during the reign of King Herod. King Herod ruled from 37 to 4 BC, so that means that Jesus must have been born actually in 4 BC or maybe before. Herod, Herod was known as Herod the Great and he was indeed great in many ways. As a ruler, a builder, he was the one responsible for rebuilding the temple of Jerusalem. He was a great administrator. He provided famine relief when the people needed it. He was also wealthy, politically gifted, paranoid, cruel, and a very insecure, jealous man. If he thought anyone 
threatened his role as a leader, he had them killed. This included a wife or two and three of his sons. In fact, Herod knew that when he died, no one would weep. So the order was given, when I die, round up all the important people in Jerusalem and kill them so that others will cry and at least there will be tears at my service. Wow. In fact, there was a saying that it was safer to be one of Herod's pigs than to be one of Herod's sons. Herod was a man of mixed blood, and apparently he did not eat pork. So it was, it was troubling, of course, to Herod when the Magi came with the news of the birth of a boy child, the king of the Jews. Upon hearing of the rival king being born, Herod was troubled, and it is no surprise that all of Jerusalem was troubled with him. Jesus was just a newborn, an infant, and he was already commanding. Herod was threatened by Jesus. Herod ruled by cruelty and force. Jesus always rules with love. Probably my favorite part of this story is the Magi. I've always wondered about them. We know them as the Magi, the three wise men, the three kings, or as a friend of mine used to call them, the three wise guys. Indeed, they came from the east. They came from Persia. They followed the star all the way to Jerusalem. You know how far that is? I looked it up. From Persia to Israel to Jerusalem, it's like 6,481 miles. 6,500 miles they followed that star. They were really serious. And they probably traveled at least a year and maybe two. The Magi came to worship the newborn King Jesus, and they brought gifts. And it makes us wonder, when we come to Jesus, what do we bring? What do we seek? Do we bring gifts? Or are we, are we always asking for something? There's a lot of misconceptions and legends about the Magi. The word Magi does not translate to king. These wise men were not kings at all, but they were more likely those that taught and instructed the Persian kings. They were men of holiness and wisdom. They were men who were skilled in philosophy, medicine, natural science. Some say they were astrologers. Some say they were astronomers. At their best, the Magi were good and holy men who sought the truth. You see, in those ancient days, everyone believed in astronomy. They believed that they could foretell the future from the stars, and they believed that a man's destiny was settled by the star in which he was born. And who created the stars and the heavens? The creator, of course. We have those same stars to look up at. If I ever want to be in awe or ever want to be inspired, I go out, especially on these cool, cold nights, 
bundle up and go out and look up and see that majestic sky, it also helps remind me that there's something else out there, something much bigger than myself. And you know, what did those people in those days have 2,000 years ago? They didn't have the 6 p.m. news. They couldn't pull their phone out and Google where the baby Jesus had been born. They had the star, and they followed it. And we always are told that there's three kings or three wise men. And we assume that because three gifts were brought. Most likely, it was a caravan of people. Remember, it took like a year or two for them to get where they were going. And of course, they most likely didn't come on the night that Jesus was born, but probably several months later, and again, maybe up to 24 months after two years. The scripture says they went and look, the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stood over the place where the child was. It doesn't say infant, it says child. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with Mary, his mother. Not only is Jesus called a child, but get this, they mentioned the child before they mentioned his mother. And interestingly enough, we don't hear anything of Joseph. Perhaps Joseph was out back in the carpentry shop. One idea is that Joseph was absent so that, that the wise men did not think Joseph was the true father of Jesus. Maybe Joseph just stepped out for errands or a cigarette before they arrived. Who knows? I always say I take the Bible seriously, but not literally. And as a kid, I always wondered, what weird gifts did they bring? And when they opened their treasures, they presented gold to him, frankincense and myrrh. Gold, of course, like today and then, is quite valuable, and it speaks of royalty. Frankincense is a white, gummy substance produced by certain trees in Arabia. It's a valuable powder that can be made, and it smells sweet, and it was used in Jewish worship ceremonies. It is also associated with a deity. Myrrh is a dark green gum with a, small, a strong smell and a bitter taste that comes, again, from a bush in Arabia and Africa. It was crushed into a powder and used to make expensive perfumes and ointments, and it is associated with death and was used at burials. It seems these gifts are odd upon first hearing about them being presented to Jesus. And the gifts were presented to Jesus, not to his parents, although it was his parents who used those gifts on his behalf, and hopefully they used them wisely. Think about it. This family had to go to Egypt. How were they going to do that? They used the gold to fund that trip. In the same way, when the wise men gave the gifts to Jesus, again, they didn't give it, well, they gave it to him, but really it was given for his people. 
Jesus didn't need those things. His parents did. Just like today in the church, and those who give gifts on the behalf of Jesus, we're giving them to the church, yes, but hopefully for the people to be used wisely. And Herod, the only action that King Herod took when he heard about the king of the Jews being born was to get his lynchmen to find all the boy babies under two years old and kill them. And the chief priests and the scribes, what about them in Jerusalem? They knew about this birth. They never showed up. They never went to worship the baby Jesus. Who knows what they were doing or what they thought? Who was it that took action and showed up? It was the Magi. They showed up. They were not Jewish. Who knows what they were? They could have been pagans. They could have been Gentile. They could have been anything. They were from Persia. Some say that the Magi represent the whole world bowing down to Jesus. And Jesus received them, just like Jesus receives all of us, welcomes all of us, and loves all of us. And the Magi not only followed the amazing star, they also listened in a dream they had been given, not to return to Herod. So they departed on a different route than they had come and went back home. And again, as they went back home, the star appeared to guide them. They trusted what God had provided. God had provided the star, the light. God had told them in a dream, don't go back to Herod. Sometimes when I need assurance, I look up. And in the daytime, we see the sun, and at night, we see the moon and the stars. So how do we apply gifts today? Gifts come in a lot of different ways. After the snow last week, I was with a friend, and we decided it would be easier if the two of us went and shoveled her driveway. So we grabbed the shovels, we went down to the end of the driveway, to the street, and just as we were figuring out who was gonna take what side and where to put the snow, a red Jeep with a plow came flying around the corner. The window was down, the guy had his arm out, he was smoking a cigarette. He looked at us, he dropped the plow, we scattered out of there, and he pushed that snow out of the way in one effort. We did not have to shovel that driveway. I looked at my friend and said, do you know that guy? No, she said. There were other neighbors out. We said, hey, do you know who that was? No, they said. It was the man in the red Jeep with the plow. What a gift he gave us. What gifts can we give one another? Amen. Mm -hmm.